Hi, I'm Kara. And I'm Ari. And you're listening to It's Up To Us. A mother-daughter podcast where we explore how each of us can be good stewards to one another and our planet. On the show, we'll have open conversations about building community, protecting the environment and its creatures, and taking responsibility for creating the world we want to live in. Each week, we'll discuss the small daily actions people can take to create big change over time, whether it's how we shop, travel, or treat each other. Consider this your invitation to join the movement. Pull up a chair as we share ideas and call out injustice. The future is ours for the making and it's up to us. Hi, it's Ari. Hi, it's Kara. And today on our third episode of It's Up to Us, we'll be discussing why it's up to us to save the bees. The bees. The bees. Save the bees. I like how like we don't even have a conversation. We just get right into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could talk about, like, what went on today. (laughs) Well, I will say, though, the bees has always been kind of a topic of conversation because you hear a lot about bees, like, especially honeybees going, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that are they going extinct? Are they endangered? They're going extinct. Um, I mean, so, yeah, they're endangered. I mean, that's kind of one of the same. Yeah. So, um, quick story about bees. Can I tell a quick story before we go? Um, When we were having a big party at our house, well, big party, I don't know, not huge, but we were having a bunch of people. People were coming in from all out of town. I don't even remember what we were celebrating. We were celebrating somebody's birthday in the family or something holiday but we had people coming in from out of town um all about to converge on our house i was like we were all going crazy like cooking and getting ready for this crowd and we noticed a swarm of bees on we have a window in our attic and we noticed a swarm of bees like just coming and going coming and going but it was going over like our sidewalk to walk up to our house there were all these bees and I was like, oh my gosh, we cannot have kids, all these kids that are coming in adults walking up to our house and getting swarmed by bees. And I thought they were honeybees. And so um, I was like, oh, I know I've read about where they can come and they can remove the... Um... Just stop and we'll edit it. Chocolate, I knew you were going to do that to us. Okay, go. Anyways, so, um, well, don't just completely start from where you left off your sentence so that when I edit it, it sounds like you never stopped. I don't even know where I was. Uh, we're from or something. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so the, let me just backtrack it. So okay. the bees, like people were going to be walking up to our front uh-huh. door. The bees were swarming. So I had thought they were honeybees and I had read where you could have call someone to come and they would safely remove the honeybee nest and take it somewhere uh-huh. instead of just coming in and right. like spraying it yeah. with pesticide and killing them all. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, that wouldn't be nice to do, <laughs> but I also need to get all this done within like an hour or two before everybody started showing up. And, um, your dad thought, oh, I'll just go up there oh, my gosh. and take care of it myself. And I was like, no, no, no. First of all, you have to go up on a big ladder. Second of all, that's a bad idea because if these bees become angry and you're up there trying to spray them, that's just ridiculous. So anyways, we got a beekeeper to come out and he had his beekeeper outfit on and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 
thank goodness your dad didn't try to do it because they were an angry swarm of not honeybees, but yellow jackets. Oh, I remember this. Yes. And apparently yellow jackets, which I do know this about yellow jackets from another bee encounter I had as a child, yellow jackets can get angry and aggressive. Mm -hmm. I would say they're defending their hive, but you know, they're still for humans. So anyways, he had the beekeepers had a hard time taking care of the bees because he said, thank goodness your husband didn't come out here. Cause that, yeah. especially not in a bee, like a suit could protecting him. It would be a nightmare. I was so just, we got the bees taken care of though. That's good. Yeah. I was just reminded from that story of how I was literally a bee whisperer when I was a child. Yes. Okay. This isn't really a story. It's just a factoid about me. Um, <laughs> um, when I was like, what, like two or three yes. in Amarillo, they, we would have these, like, I don't know what kind of bees they were, but they were huge. They were big, fat little bees. Yeah. And um, I would, like, go out to our garden, and they would be around there, and I would just pick them up on my hands, and I would pet them. And they never stung me. I was, like, if you're real gentle with them. I mean, that's the kind of probably a myth. I mean, bees aren't out here to, like, dive not bomb us and sting us. Yeah. Um, but... So, I mean, you see beekeepers handling bees all the time, very gently, mm -hmm. and um, they don't get Which, stung. We're going to get into we'll that. Get into, we'll get into okay, that. Okay, so let's start okay, the let's episode. Start. It's let's up start. to us to save, save the bees. Okay, so, well, I guess I've only led one other episode, but um, you'll probably pick up on a pattern that I like to go over the animal's, like, anatomy first, because okay. that helps me understand an animal better, and I think... I don't know. It might help y'all. It might not. I don't know. We're going to do it anyways. Um, so bees classify as an invertebrate. Um, only females have stingers. And when they sting you, this is, I think, common, commonly known. They die and their stinger is in you. So unlike wasps, where I don't think wasps die. Um, no, they can keep stinging you. Because I also had a wasp encounter. I've had many a wasp encounter. Yeah. And get stuck um, in your hair and they'll just keep stinging well, you. Well, one got stuck in my shirt. Yeah. And I remember that. I was yeah. just trying to scoot around. Their stingers also don't get stuck in you. No, they Where don't. bees, you have to like dig it out. Yeah. So females have stingers mm -hmm. and organs used to lay eggs because um, obviously the males don't do that. Um, most bees are black and yellow, but some are green, black, red, or blue. And some are striped and others are like metallic, which is, I think That's is cool. pretty cool. Yeah. They can be as small as less than two millimeters which is kind of crazy, uh, but they can also be like, you know, like wood bees that are yes. like big guys. Um, they also have two antennae, six legs, two pairs of wings, and branched hairs on their bodies. So that's why they're like fuzzy if yeah. you've ever touched a bee. So then there's different types of bees, not just like honeybees and bumblebees and whatnot. Um, there are over 20,000 different types of bees all over the world, which is- wow kind of crazy um they can be found in every continent except antarctica and in north america alone there are about four thousand different species wow so that's a lot that's a lot of bees um now their diet so bees only eat pollen and nectar from flowers the nectar contains the sugar they need and the pollen supplies the protein they need but let's get into their history so bees start as eggs hatch into larvae um, and then grow their into their adult form. Most bees are solitary nesters, unlike the honeybee or the wild bumblebee. So you might think like, oh, all bees have like a hive. No, that's like 
Only a few kinds of bees do that. So the solitary nesters lay their eggs in the ground um, or in decaying wood, not in hives. Worker bumblebees live for about a month and their queen lives for about a year, but the solitary bees also live for a year. So the bees purpose. So bees pollinate about one third of the world's food supply, which is crazy. So pretty much anything that has a bloom, which is pretty much like all vegetables and fruits and a lot of other stuff um bees pollinate that um, so there's a lot of fruits or trees that if there's a male like a, i think it's is it avocado that has a you have mm. a male tree and a female and like they have to the they have to be able to be pollinated by bees like where they come from one tree to the next because they have right because it sticks to their legs mm-hmm. right and that's what the branch transfer are for. yeah and if they don't then you're not you're gonna have the tree but you're not gonna bear the fruit of the tree um I know that's for, I don't know if that's across the board. We'll have to, somebody can fact check that. But um, yeah, so that's important. I mean, like if we want food sources for ourselves, we need the bees. Yeah, we need the bees. Um, So pollinators in general account for about 500 billion a year, dollars a year um, to food production around the world. So once again, we owe a lot of our yeah, to the bees. To, to the bees. We the bees. We need the bees. Okay. So now why are bees going extinct? Um, so since 2006, the commercial honeybee population, so the bees that make your honey, pretty the much, that you buy from the store. Yes. Um, okay. Um, experienced a loss averaging 30%. So here are some specific reasons for their extinction or happening extinction um habitat loss cell phones and parasites okay whoa wait a second back up cell phones yeah well we're gonna get into it oh okay (laughs) which i mean i can tell you now okay okay i'll tell you now we'll go back to this so cell phones give off radiation that affect honeybees physiology so this is focusing mainly on honeybees because they are the most endangered okay this reduces the motor activity of the worker bees, and this can damage the bees' ability to return to the colony. So the radio waves? Is that the what radiation. Saying? The radiation. Oh. Which, That's fascinating. I remember learning this in science, that radiation from our cell phones causes a lot of damage to a lot of different wildlife, okay. which I would have never thought about. Um, and they also, like, if you... I don't know if they only do this at the Houston Zoo, but at different zoos... Um, if they ask for you, like when you're done with the cell phone, like, oh, they do. Yeah. And recycle, but specifically for in the gorilla enclosure, which I can't remember exactly what the connection there, but I think it has to do with deforestation. Deforestation. Yeah. I think um, and so they'll ask like, if you have cell phones that have, you know, died or you got a new cell phone and you don't know what to do with your old one, you can donate it to the zoo and they will discard it properly or recycle it or whatever. Interesting. So, so is it the phones? So is the phones themselves that give off these frequencies that are damaging as well as I'm assuming the cell phone towers that are all over the place? <laughs> I don't know. I would assume the cell phone towers too, but I'm not yes. okay. sure on that. We'll have to check on that. That's interesting. Yeah. Parasites. Parasites, <laughs> yes. Um, so there are two types of parasites hurting honeybees. The tracheal and the varroa, varroa mites. So tracheal mites live inside the bee and kills them like from the inside. And varroa? Sounds good. 
<laughs> um, mites live inside the hive and they prey on the young bees. <laughs> Lastly, uh, habitat loss. So humans cause a lot of damage when it comes to habitat loss. Uh, when humans expand our community, um, it leads to the destruction of natural resources. One of those resources includes cutting down trees, which is where honeybees make their hives. And if honeybees can't make a home, they can't repopulate. Yeah, that makes sense. Cutting down trees. That's the same, like, with um, same principle as deforestation. Okay. So that's another cause. So now I have four reasons on how we can help our honeybees. Awesome. Yeah. What are things we can do to keep them around? Okay, so plant a garden or have potted plants in an outdoor space filled with a variety of flowers. So anything that is vibrant and has, you know, the flowers, flowers that so they can pollinate. Um, okay. And even if just a couple of bees are around, yeah. that's enough that they can um, start populating. And you can probably when you whatever area you live in, you can go to your local nursery mm-hmm. and you can explain them that, to them that you're wanting to plant flowers that will attract the bees, right? And they will probably give you um, some really good suggestions if you're not sure in your area mm-hmm. which flowers would be best. Um, I know one of them um, are sunflowers. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that's a pretty in common flower. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can also eat sunflowers. You can. Well, sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds, but you can also eat like the, the circular bar. you can yeah i that was like a tiktok trend of people like grilling them and like seasoning them like the vegans oh instead of steak interesting okay yeah. um so it's a win-win number two you can eat less a food grown with pe- pesticides um which are very harmful to bees obviously i mean that's not great for you either but right if the food is being grown the flowers you know and then they're spraying the it with poison. pesticides and then the bees are going to pollinate their ingesting that and being around that and that's gonna um kill them okay also don't use any pesticides or any chemicals on your yard um so like when you are spraying the lawn or like whatever you might do um be very cautious of the ingredients and if it's harmful to bees again ask your local yeah. gardener if you're not sure or research it because there's so many um natural ways to treat your yard now um and landscaping mm-hmm. where you don't need to use like chemical pesticides yeah and then in relation to mom's story earlier which i'm glad we you told yeah. that story um don't kill bees if there's a hive on your property call someone to rehome them not exterminate them Um, So this is a very important one because you can just kill off a whole colony because, you know, it's valid to be like if you have kids or whatever, you don't want them getting stung when they're playing outside. But also um, that could be a whole chunk of the population that you're just killing off because thousands of bees live inside a hive. So there's somebody specifically that I want to tell you all about. Um, Her TikTok handle is Texas Bee Works. She's located here in Texas and she has gone super viral on TikTok um, because she comes in and with her hands rehomes the bees. So she'll go look at her TikTok because it's very fascinating. Um, But she'll just go in and literally just like scoop the bees up with her bare hands and then just like put them in her truck. And then she takes them to her property or somewhere else where they can be safe. I feel like I've watched her do several but one was maybe at a schoolyard or something mm. and they called so the other thing about this is guys is that um you know 
beekeepers, they're doing this for a living. So yeah. while they would love to, they want to save the bees, everybody has to support their family and mm -hmm. have a job. So just keep that in mind. You are going to pay them. Um, yeah. They will have a fee. If they could come do it for free and still live a, their life um, taken care of financially, I'm sure they would. And I know they do do a lot of things yeah. for free, but they you, you will pay a fee. But if you called um, an exterminator or someone else who would you pay for that too. So just keep that in mind. Like mm -hmm. you need to be willing to pay for the services of the beekeeper. Um, and there's a lot of, if you Google or look um, locally, there is a lot of local beekeepers um, around. I know there's several in yeah. our area that you can um, buy honey from them to help support yeah. their services. They're also the ones that you will usually call if you have um, a nest or a hive on your property to have it removed. Mm -hmm. And it's really fascinating. The whole colony of bees is fascinating. I mean, that in itself, we could just go on and on about yeah. how every bee has a job and they just do it. And the queen bee, like if they remove the queen bee, yeah, all the other bees follow. Will follow, which like is how she find the queen bee. Texas bee works. Like she, she's very educational. Yeah, um, she's very educational. So she'll like show her like finding the queen putting it in, and it almost looks like a little like hair clip and then placing it back in the hive or wherever she wants the bees go. And then all the all bees, bees just go. So yeah. um, it's fascinating. I mean, it is fascinating if there's an intruder on their hive, how they'll all mm -hmm. get together to remove that retruder. Or if a bee come, becomes, comes back injured or sick, I've seen them like all work together mm -hmm. to take care of that be so yeah it's an amazing community i think we can learn a lot from bees i think there's still a lot more that we can learn from bees um that you know it would be a shame for us to lose such a fascinating creature that also is so good for um, our environment i think yeah. one of the things we need to remember about um these creatures is that they all have a place in our ecosystem. There's a reason they're here. There's a job that they do. Mm -hmm. um, and when you remove that from our habitat, then you that's when you start seeing problems. It's like a domino effect. Yeah. Things start happening. And also, like, this is kind of going back to, like, exterminators and bee, like, keepers. Um, and if you do go and look at Texas Bee Works, um, don't try it yourself. Like if you're thinking, oh, well, yeah. this lady can Did go, right. but she's a trained professional and right. that's her living, what she does for a living. Um, go take that, a beekeeping class. Yeah. You can take them. Like, that doesn't mean out. you can like, yeah, like yeah. if there's a swarm in your attic or whatever, it doesn't mean you can just go and pick it up. And one, because you don't know what it is. It could be right. wasps. It could yeah. be whatever. Um, but you could get stung. Exactly. Regardless. Yeah. Um, be smart call the experts yeah so let's so plant some flowers some gardens i think also to go along with that is you could support places mm -hmm. that um 
you know, grow flowers, take care of their gardens, make it be friendly environments. There's a lot of florists and florals of um, local florists now who um, go to your local farmer's market. You can usually find them who um, will grow their flowers locally. They'll yeah. do it in a way that is safe for the bees and, um, you know, go buy their flowers, support them. And I think there's a lot, are there some organizations <laughs> I feel like there's some um, organizations out there. All right. All right. Y'all have a good week. See what this spring, maybe. Yeah. Plant your, some flowers. Yeah. Local gardener and see what you could plant to help populate, repopulate the bees in your area. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Um, make sure to check out our Instagram. Um, we have it tagged on our profile sure yes come back next week to see what we're going to be talking about yeah all oh, right. we have a special episode coming up oh we do we'll give a teaser a special episode yeah so make sure to listen to the next episode before valentine's day yes for sure all, all right. right see you next week bye, bye.